Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Uh, we're here tonight. Our topic is ADHD stimulant awareness, uh, long-term effects. This is part four of a seven-part series uh, as we are celebrating ADHD Awareness Month. The first few parts, the basics, shortages, and dosing came first. Again, today's on long-term effects. We also are going to cover uh, the addictive medication diversion and the sensationalism of the media with regard to this. Before we get into the next show, real quickly, the uh, 2018 Annual Conference on ADHD is uh, coming up fast, um, November the 7th to the 11th in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I encourage you to go uh, consider going to this conference. Uh, it's a great place for great information, but more importantly, that's where the tribe is. Uh, you learn a lot from hanging out and talking to other people with ADHD, not to mention some of the speakers and stuff. I know I'm excited we'll be presenting at the pre-workshop and then uh, during the general conference uh, on ADHD and exercise, which will be a lot of fun. Moving on, our show tonight is being brought to you by Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. We're offering two free digital copies of Attention Magazine. All you have to do is listen to three shows and email us uh, the secret words from uh, three of the shows uh, to attention at attentiontalkradio.com, and we will email you current issue of Attention Magazine in PDF form and then an upcoming one. Chad has been uh, sponsoring us for a period of time. They've got a tip that we're going to run, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. Chad celebrates ADHD Awareness Month each October to improve the lives of the 17 million children and adults in the U.S., who live with ADHD. In 2018, we're setting the record straight. Help us raise awareness for those affected by the disorder and their family members. To learn ways to get involved with ADHD Awareness Month, visit our website at chad.org. Thank you, Chad. For those that are not familiar, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to become members of Chad to support that organization. Chad is a strong voice on Capitol Hill and different regulatory agencies to make sure that our issues and concerns are being heard and addressed. Uh, You can become a member uh, by going to chadd.org. Okay. Again, tonight's show uh, we're talking about the long-term effects of ADHD stimulant medications, but we're also talking the long-term effects of not taking it. Uh, this is a show that I think is uh, is very fascinating. There's a lot of misinformation out there about uh, long-term effects. This is really one about education. We've had three shows that, that came prior to this, the basics of, of stimulants, shortages, dosing, and now long-term effects. Next week we'll be talking about if they're addictive or not, uh, medical diversion, and then um, the media sensationalism of them. Um, tonight's show was uh, pre-recorded and repurposed, if you will, from before. Uh, we left the bios in. Some of them have changed slightly, but just keep that in mind. We hope you enjoy the show. I think I, when I did, I really found it was fascinating, and uh, I think you'll learn a lot. So with that, we'll roll the tape. Let's talk about tonight, because I will tell you right now, um, I think I get I get dozens of people who call me up on a regular basis, wanting to kind of come on the show, and they want to do an infomercial about a book they're coming out with, or some type of, you know, thing or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I just, I really don't do that. I'm here. I want to pay attention to attention 
If you've got a trick, a thing, or whatever, you want to explain how it works, we'll do that. And then while you're on, we'll promote who you are. But I'm not doing a commercial on you. Tonight's a little different because uh, we produced this, this video called Straight Answers to Big Questions About Medications. And the reason it's different to me, it's five hours of video programming, but it's really about the information. And what I like about it, Rick, is you guys sat there and you paid attention to medications and you paid attention to what people are paying attention to and what they're not paying attention to. And I think it's awesome. So real quickly, who's Rick Green? Rick Green, he's the award-winning producer, director, writer, and comic performer who made hundreds of innovative television, radio, and stage shows. I'm going to skip to the chase. They produced Totally ADD and Loving It. I remember seeing it on global TV back in, I think, 2007 or 2008. Instantly sent him an email and said, this is a game changer. They subsequently made an ADD and Mastering It. Um, he, uh, he wrote and performed in the Red Green Show that ran on PBS for like 15 years. Since that point in time, they've, they've created an amazing community called TotallyADD.com. I encourage you to go there. There's all kinds of stuff, not quite 450 interviews, or maybe they have just chopped up. But with all that said, Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Good to hear your voice again and, and connect with you. It's been a while, but uh, yeah. Well, I guess it was uh, when we did our Christmas webinar, and uh, what did we have? I think we had 12 guests in uh, two hours. That was quite exciting. Uh, so it was. It was. Then, it was a lot of fun dealing with. Technically, it was a mess. Technically, it was a mess because when I was on with you and uh, our, Dr. Ari Tuckman and Roberto Olivardia, I got kicked off and couldn't get back on, and the three of you just ran with it. It was hilarious. Anyway, uh, it was so it was it was a yeah. good time. It was a good time to be there. So we got a lot of fish to fry. So let's get into tonight. You did this 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 video that that we're talking about. Um, ADHD medication, straight answers to big questions, is 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 a five video set that you can get off of Totally ADD, and it's all about ADHD medications. And there's I probably what two, three dozen or dozens of professionals in there, and you cover everything across the board. But one of the things that just came out at me, and grabbed me by the throat, is at the beginning of it, you said, "Let's make this clear. I don't want you to use medications." Where did that come from? Well, it was actually, I don't want you to have to take medication. And, and it came from uh-huh. me growing up, not, um, so most of my friends drank fairly heavily in high school. Uh, I suspect all of them did some drugs and some took it to some extreme and one or two are no longer with us. And I did none of that. Um, so for most of my life, I was, I just, I didn't drink. I didn't do, I hadn't smoked anything legal or otherwise. Um, and I just, I was because I think here's the thing, Jeff. I think I suspected early on my brain was different. I assumed it was malfunctioning, and I figured I'm going to need every single neuron I can get to get through life because I look at my school marks, and I look at my brother's school marks, and I was in the C's, and they were in the A's, and I thought I can't afford to – you know, I, I – bought into those ads that alcohol and drugs will damage your brain or may damage your brain. And I think I also suspected uh, I had an addictive personality. That's, you know, an ADHD thing because I was, I was, you know, heavily into cola, caffeinated cola, caffeine, Mm -hmm. caffeine, caffeine. And I picked a career that is adrenaline, 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 you know, show business on stage acting. And I found I was calmer on stage in front of 500 people or 1,000 or 3,000 people than I was sitting down having to do paperwork. So medication for me was something I rarely took, if if ever. 
And the idea then of ADHD medication, I bought into all the mythology that had been built up over the years surrounding it by people who were attacking psychiatry and they wanted to discredit psychiatry and the easiest way to do that was to claim that drug companies were turning children into zombies. But when my child was diagnosed and I started learning about medication, I, I later said to Patrick McKenna, um, who is the, he and his wife are the feature, the, the, it's their story in ADD and loving it. I said to Patrick McKenna, I wanted to call this, call this program, everything I know about ADHD was wrong, and especially around ADHD medication. And so I was... Part of me was um, relieved or surprised, and part of me was angry because when I finally tried medication and saw the difference it made for me, it was like I was, whatever, 47 at the time, 48, and there was a part of me, and I think a lot of people with ADHD go through this, even just getting the diagnosis. It was, dang, only in stronger words than dang. It was, if only I had known this sooner. What would my marks have been in university if I'd had this ability to focus? What could I have gotten done in terms of work? Because I could see it didn't impact my creativity, but I was able to stick with stuff. I actually got my taxes done for the first time in my life. It was astounding to me the difference it made. Now, that said, I was, you know, I'm one of the lucky 20 to 30 percent who have, you know, a very dramatic turnaround and and it helped, but what I think it, it, it did the most for me was it allowed me to put in place all of the other things, exercise and yoga and structure and filing systems and so on that I needed to to um, to run my life and manage it. So, yeah. Well, so, well, I, they, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, what was what's profound about that statement? Um, and I'm quoting you wrong, I think, but I, I have written down. I don't want you to have to take medications. Is yes. at the end of the day. I don't want you to take medications. I don't want you to have to. T- I don't want to take high blood pressure medication. I don't want to take thyroid medication. I don't want to take. I don't want to take any of that stuff. But the bottom line but, is, if I'm suffering, I'm suffering. And if it improves yeah, my quality I'd of rather, life, it's something to consider with. I, and, exactly. And, and, I'd rather you. I'd rather you took a pill that boosted the level of dopamine that's available in the synapses in the neurotrans in the uh, neurons of your brain rather than have you have seven times the rate of multiple car accidents compared to people who do not have ADHD, three to five times the rate of parental divorce, a separation, uh, two to three times the rate of STDs, of unplanned pregnancies. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to cut you off because you're you're holding my good stuff for segment two at this point in time. Okay, sorry, yeah. But the the thing about it is is, is, is in the video, and by the way, everybody, we're going to talk about the – these meds don't work for some people. We're going to get to that. I assure you, we're going to have a balanced program here, but coming out of gate is we don't want you to have to take meds and as you said i'm not and i'm not pro drugs i'm anti-suffering and for that crowd out there who's suffering it's something to be considered and i think that the media has demonized this so much and you there was a quote in the videos that what do you have to be on skid row before you actually take these medications it just really doesn't yep. make some sense and it's it's there's a lot of people that can have some help as a result of it but there's this this voodoo out there that everybody's afraid to kind of go to because they, they don't have the education and what i'm Again, I, I told everybody I don't do infomercials, but we got five hours. Tell me where you can find five hours. Not the the, the, the there's lots of books about you know there's the they're talking about the drugs and all that kind of stuff, but we're talking about the end use, like the, the how it hits the pavement. Five hours of information. I can tell you right now, you're not going to watch it in five hours. You're going to watch this over two or three weeks to be able to absorb it because there's a lot. And of watch it again. Here. 
Yeah, and I think yes. you watch it again and again, especially if you're like me, who are you're already taking medication, but you take vacations or you've taken breaks over the years and started and stopped. And it's really about understanding what it can and cannot do. And I think that's huge. It, the phrase that's in there that uh, I came up with was, you know, that it levels the playing field. It can level the playing field. The problem is, it's just a playing field. You still have to go out on the playing field and play. And so it was interesting because when I started on medication, I couldn't figure, I didn't feel any different. Um, I didn't notice anything. And that may be partly me just not being all that self-aware. But I <laughs> I saw all that tax paperwork and I attacked it and I got a year's worth done. And I had it was 15 months behind. And I sat down and one day did a year's worth. And I was amazed that I could do this. Now I could stick with it. And what was interesting though was a year later, I was a year and a quarter behind because I didn't put any structure in place. I had no, I still didn't create a place to file, a place for bills, a envelopes. I had no system. And so that's the danger when med- in some ways when medication works. People think, well, that's all I need now. No, you still need a system to track your appointments. You still need um, whatever it is. And, of course, the biggest joke is you still need – you now have to create an extra system, one, to remind yourself yep. <laughs> to take the yep. medication, which is yep. – you know, and, and I, we talk in the video uh, – I think it's Lori Dupar talks about the fact that it takes her – between four to six weeks before her clients are remembering to regularly take the medication. Yep. And she says, that's a sign they're not addictive. And I laugh because, you know, nobody I know who smokes or is a heavy caffeine user gets to three in the <laughs> afternoon and goes, hey, uh, normally yep. I have half a pack. Uh, did, did I have any cigarettes today? You know. So, um, and we'll talk a little bit about this yep. later about the, the side of, there's other ways to medicate and they yep. are, the side effects oh, yeah, yeah, of those are ten times worse. So. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna nail that in the next section. So real quick, uh, before we go, the, the, well, I want to go to break right now. But there was a profound quote that you had in the fifth video: is the the medications help you vo- focus, but they don't tell you what to focus on. Of course, that's, yeah, that, that that's a big deal in my world because I'm an attention coach. My job is to help you figure out what to pay attention to. But but moving forward, we want to yep. go to break. And we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the long-term implications, if, we, if you will, of not taking medications. And before we do that, real quickly, if you want to learn more about Rick, and congratulations, Rick. He's, he's, he's really out of order, but he was inducted to the Order of Ontario, which is, is like the highest honor that you can get within the provinces of, for leading work in that, really in, in Canada in that particular area. And that was just recently. Um, so Rick's doing yeah. a really good job. So you uh, hail to the chief type of thing. Uh, but to learn more about <laughs> him and the videos and stuff like go to totallyadd.com and with that we'll be right back after these messages the secret word is effects your life your world your choice this is attention talk radio you've tried logic johnny just calm down and work then you can go out and play with your friends now get the help you really need to improve motivation communication and compliance for kids with adhd Join nationally recognized ADHD parent coach Cindy Goldrich and her team of experts at PTS Coaching. Take the first step. Sign up for parent workshops today at ptscoaching.com. Workshops offered in person, via the web, and as e-courses. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. 
That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and Executive Function Challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. We're here with uh, the Rick Green from Totally ADD. We're talking about uh, uh, ADHD medication, straight answers to big questions, which is a uh, five hours of video um, a DVD with experts talking about this particular topic and illuminating things that uh, you don't see in one collective place. Um, Rick, one of the things that you guys talk about in the video I think I kind of subscribe to, but I don't. I, I, honestly, I don't know the research out there. But you make a statement that by adulthood, anybody with ADHD is self-medicating. What do you yeah. mean by that? Um, so the, the, I'll explain what the five videos are. The first one is called simply "Medication is a Tool." In other words, it's not a big deal. It, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Try and and you hear from 18 different adults. They appear through all five videos. Ordinary, regular folks who have taken ADHD uh, medication have ADHD diagnosed properly, taking medication, and have had a range of experiences from amazing to it was a disaster and I had to stop. Uh, well, a disaster, but I it, it, I didn't like how it felt and I stopped. So there's a real range. And then in the second video, we talk about these the cost that no one sees and this is you know unmedicated and or undertreated ADHD untreated or undertreated ADHD puts you at risk for some really horrible outcomes and having been through a marriage having had numerous car accidents always at low speed because I'm a great driver at high speed and a dozen other things I can tell you the damage it wreaks on marriage on relationships on friendships and on careers and then in the third one we talk about finding the right one how do you figure it out what what's out there what how do they work why do they work then on the fourth video we get into all of the safety and side effects uh, and every question and concern that I had going in so I was because I as mm-hmm. I say I was really reluctant to try something because I was afraid I'd lose my creativity and then that would be it. And then the final part is making the most of medication. Like I said, it levels the playing field. Now what? And that really deals with the holistic approach, which medication can be a part of. So so we're, you know, every one of us... I, and I would agree with this statement. It's actually something a doctor said, it, and I can't for the life of me remember who it was said it, but talking about medication and said by adulthood, every every adult with ADHD is, even if they don't know they have ADHD, they have found things that wake them up, that give them um, a substitute. Perhaps it's adrenaline instead of the dopamine. Um, perhaps it's extra dopamine or serotonin or whatever, and they have found a way through and I talk about myself, you know, caffeine and a career that was high stimulation and 
um, constantly changing, risk-taking, because I was getting up in front of audiences. Um, but, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Uh, people will, and I love when people tell me they would never take stimulant medication. And, and I, I know they drink coffee. I know that they, these people, yep. or some of them yep. smoke. It's like, what do you think you're, you know, well, how does medication work? And I say, you ever had a really good cup of coffee? Remember what it was like before yep. when you got yep. to work and then you had yep. that coffee and how you were 20 minutes yep. later? That's the potential. The difference is with the ADHD medication, it was the best cup of coffee for me because my hands didn't tremble. I, yep. you know, I could control the dose, uh, you know, and on and on and on. So it was... Um, and then the other thing, of course, that happens is beyond the things like alcohol and cannabis, and cannabis is hugely popular, and people swear it works, and what it actually does is not help with the ADHD, but it really lowers the anxiety. And it's a little easier to focus and, th- and th- on what's going yep, on around yep. you if yep. you're not anxious. But, I mean, cocaine, um, you know, we've talked to, you've talked to Alan Brown, and we have as well, and he tells his story. That's a huge issue. Um, and then, but then there's the other thing, which are the addictive behaviors and, and the, the adrenaline rush. And for me, as I say, it was getting up on stage. That was, and there are a thousand different things, gambling and risk-taking and sex and any of these addictions. But I, I have, um, I, and I, uh, this week I found out actually, and it broke my heart. I was crying earlier this week because um, on the Red Green Show, when I left to do another TV series called History Bites, um, which I was producing and writing and directing, my role as Bill got taken over by a really wonderful guy named Joel Harris, a stuntman who done came in to do stunts and ended up taking over the role and was just amazed and thrilled to be given a chance. And he was great. He was the most interesting guy. He was he could leap off a um, you know a first story roof off out uh, off. 20 feet or 10 feet up into a garbage can, roll it over and come up standing up fine, not hurt. Like was it just physically yep. in depth, but like a lot of stunt people and people in those kind of fields, he was an adrenaline junkie. We talked about ADHD. He was really sure he had it. He had so many of the symptoms, including a problem reading and uh, dyslexia and so on, but he never dealt with it. And I found out that um, he died in October. He was killed at doing what they call base jumping, where you jump off of cliffs yep, and buildings yep. and radio antennas. And I, and people on his page, um, a couple of people wrote, you know, he died doing what he loved. And I just, I, I thought yep. to myself, you know what? He could have just done what he loved and not died. And if he'd had medication or if he'd had at least some kind of treatment or understanding and taken it on, maybe he wouldn't have needed ever increasing doses of adrenaline because his body gets used to it. It's no longer jumping off the roof into a garbage can. Easy to do now. And so... Yeah, so, so there's all just, this damage just, happening. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, just just to string this stuff together, we did an interview a couple of years ago. It was very really, really profound with the Dr. Kenneth Bloom, who coined the phrase the reward deficit syndrome. And yes. in the interview, I always love it. As you know, Rick, when you're interviewing somebody, when you ask that question that's never been asked before, you love it. And I said, Dr. Bloom, at the front of the show, I said, Are we uh, those with AD people in general actually? Are we addicted to drugs or are we addicted to dopamine? And he goes, That's a really good question. I've never been asked that, but you're quite correct. We're actually addicted to dopamine because it's the reward yep. neurotransmitter. The drugs that we're addicted to are the ones that impact that. And he starts like chocoholics, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And so when you begin yep. to talk about that, we begin to see that tobacco, uh, gambling, uh, sex addiction, cocaine, 
uh, caffeine, nicotine, all that type of stuff increases that level of dopamine, which goes to the, the question is, by adulthood, those with ADHD, if you're not taking medications, you're self-medicating some way or another. And I, I can't help but point out is that you've had Rob Disco on your show, and Rob's got mm-hmm. ADD, and Rob will tell you he, he runs marathons to raise money for the ADHD community, but he'll tell you that he runs to self-medicate. I mean, he knows that, that that's his pill of choice. I yeah, did an interview. Yes, and we and in the we have a number of people talking about what are uh, you know the positive ways, positive addictions. Although yep, in, yep. you know after a while, even long distance running can really damage your body. Uh, yep, yep. It's so it's the but, thing I, but, I just love the idea of someone being able to do still do the things they love, but not need to push it to the extreme. Yep. And I, <laughs> I, I wonder if my friend Joel could have done that. Yep. Well, th- well, that's that's one of the keys. Is is, is what I want to illuminate is the awareness is because I don't think people realize is that many of those are are doing this. So I did also an interview with Dr. Uh, John Ray, and I do a lot of speaking about ADHD and exercise because exercise is a big deal with for me. And I was talking yeah. to Dr. Rady in an interview on his book Spark, and I said, you know, Dr. Rady, it's been interesting to me because exercise it was is incredible and I said I've 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 coached multiple adults before that diagnosed oddly enough two years after they either got injured or they had an accident in their forties or fifties when they couldn't run anymore. It's like that they were able to exercise enough and that, 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 that kept them at bay when they couldn't do it was a problem. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that, many people who don't exercise, who begin to exercise, can either get off the stimulants altogether or reduce those. And my point really is, is mm-hmm. in the video you talk about by adulthood, people are self-medicating by using these things. And also in the video, Gina Perro also said something that's profound, that nicotine or smoking is an amazing delivery system to nicotine. and actually helps you focus. And I've coached many people who – to write is they actually smoke, which is a self-medicating behavior, which actually helps them focus. The problem is it has some very bad long-term consequences. And so yeah. the point the point of this section is is if you're not taking medications, you're likely self-medicating with something else that's not called medication. And in the video, and I'm just going to run through this, you did a great job of saying here's the cost of not taking medications. In a sense, and I'm just going to reel through these: is uh, less you have more stress and chaos in your life. If you if you take medication, you can prevent likely outcomes like higher rates of school failure in kids. You're less likely to go to college if you're not taking medication. Less likely to graduate from college. More likely to opt for a lesser degree. You're more likely to be fired. More likely to uh, for your business to go under, go bankrupt. More likely to risk actually to get hurt, like just the story that you just described, you you tack these these, yep. these 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 adrenaline seeking things to do that. Increased death which kinda of comes along with that, uh failed relationships, higher likelihood of STDs, uh car accidents and personal injury, you described that yourself, uh lifetime lower earnings, more unplanned pregnancies, uh lower job promotions rates um more lower rates of marital happiness, higher rates of divorce, higher rates of incarceration. And as you go through this video, you start looking at these costs. These are significant. Significant. Absolutely. And if you if I if I told you, you know, um here's a medication, but you're seven times more likely to have a car accident if you're taking it, you would be outraged. You would think, well, how could they even sell something that increases this risk? And yet 
so people are finding other ways to do it. This is so the, I've yet to see a cost to medication, and, and this is just my opinion, you know. But and yep. but I, I I've gone through the list of costs. I looked at them very carefully, and that statistic about car accidents. I saw how many times I take car accidents. My son got his license at 16 or 17. Two months later, he hit a parked car in a parking lot. He wasn't taking medication at the time. Um, and so I, I, and I know two people, that, I mean, I've had letters, I've had one or two letters from people who, because we use so much humor, were furious. And they said, how dare you make fun of this? I lost my child to this. And of course, and it's hard to respond to that because I'm not making fun of your incredible loss. I've, I almost lost someone myself in my life. So I, I came very close. I came a phone call away from yep. losing someone. I get it. But um, they, I have heard from people who have sons have been killed in car accidents, who have committed suicide. I mean, you're impulsive. You're more prone to depression. You're uh, easily frustrated. Yeah, you're yeah. overly emotional. All of this stuff going on. And and it's anyway. I, what I love is there's a quote in there early on that. And, and here's the thing: For if someone's not going to take medication, I think they can walk, look, all, watch all the way through this, and come away going, "Now I know why I'm not going to." They can make a much better choice. Yes. Yep. What I also think will happen is that if you've got a couple, one thinks we should try the child on medication or try you on or whatever, and the other one is adamantly opposed, then. It doesn't become the two of you arguing. It's like here are – I don't even know how many experts are in there. There's probably 30 of different experts. Yep. I mean you probably recognize almost all of them. And, yep. uh, um, and then there are these 18 adults sharing their stories, and they're, they're moving. They're funny. They're, I, yep. And when we interviewed them, there were tears in my eyes sometimes. The girl who is also bipolar talking about what she went through, and there was a lot of stuff that we just didn't include because we didn't want to – Yep. Get into the darkest places of yep. where people were before they got medication. But I, I tell you, what, Rick, we need to just for um, for time's sake. Let's go to commercial real quick, and we come back. Sure. Uh, we've been talking a lot about we don't want you to take meds, but at the same time, we were just talking about all this. People are self-medicating anyway, whether they know it or not. And we talked about all the downside of, of that. When I come back, I want to go flip the coin the other side and say it, medications aren't for everybody. So we'll, we'll just talk about that a little bit because it, it, it isn't for everybody, but. Everybody, no. before we go, before we go to break, real quick, it's totallyadd.com, and you can you can buy this uh, the DVD off uh, their website at ADHD Medications Straight Answers to Big Questions. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. The secret word is effects. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. 
You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with uh, Rick Green. We're having a great conversation um, about medications and education. And uh, at the beginning of the hour, we, we start talking about really we we don't want you to take medications. We really don't. If you can figure out a way to, to manage your ADHD without it, we're all for that. But at the same time, if you're suffering, then why be afraid of it? And in the, in yeah. the after the first, That's a great first way to second, put it. second, we really want to say, hey, listen, here's here's all the stuff, here's all the negative side effects or the negative consequences of not taking it, and and we reeled through a whole bunch, and I really encourage you to watch the video because it really illuminates that stuff because it's it's to me, this is just Jeff Copper, if my gut is if you add it up statistically. The negative impacts, like stimulants, can have impacts on your heart, but they also can have issues with substance abuse. And there's some some sleep issues if you're taking it. And then there's like you know STDs and unwanted pregnancy. If you balance those scales out, all of a sudden it doesn't look so lopsided like that. Meds are, are really that negative. And it's 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 what I like about what Rick did with it. It's really kind of a balanced education, which brings us to this this section: is medications don't really work for everybody, do they, Rick? No, they don't. Um, I, I'm just I'm just reminded of something that I almost forgot uh, because my concert has worn off. But um, uh, for tonight, for anybody listening, and I guess we'll leave it up for a day or two because people will listen later. Um, we've got a special discount on this. I, the program oh, yeah. already, these five videos, the five videos themselves are, um, I mean, to get into any one of these doctors for an hour would be, however many hundreds of dollars and you're getting five hours you're getting this wide range of opinions and then these 18 people so i you know for what it may save someone it's a thousand dollar value but it's it's the price is very low uh we made it as low as we could make it to get the word out and tonight what i've asked jimmy our technical guy and he's done it so if you type in the uh product code i guess that's called or sale code um and it's Copper, uh, Jeff Copper, but it's just the word copper in all caps, C-O-P-P-E-R, and you'll get 20% off of the already low price. So I just we wanted to do that because I know for you, you know, know I'm going to kick your said, butt. You didn't what? tell me about this before the pre. I wanted this on the front of the show, not the back of the show. I know. I thought of it now. I went, geez, I should have said this earlier, but then you know, I have ADHD. So what do you want? Uh, so, sorry, now we're right, talking. Well, uh, but then, Apparently, right, medications well, don't I, work for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, everybody, that's copper, like the metal, C-O-P-P-E-R in all caps. Go there, check it out, get a little bit of a discount. Again, I, 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 I'm not a proponent of infomercials, but I, I'm a proponent of this information because you can't get this kind of – you can't get this stuff in five hours. Um, just get oh. some popcorn, by the way, and watch. It's entertaining. So, yeah, and going no back pharma to, money behind it. That's the other thing yes, I love. Is absolutely. That if pharma absolutely. didn't pay for this, we did. And so absolutely. it's uh, – yeah. 
So awesome. medications aren't for everybody because there are some side effects. One of the things is is it can relate to cardiac issues, and I know that there are some people with some heart issues as they get older, and they just, they literally just can't can't take it because of that impact. Um, yeah. Also yeah, the stimulant is is a problem if you have a heart condition. So if your doctor has already, one doctor said, I said, well, what does it mean? Should I be worried? He said, has your doctor told you you shouldn't be drinking caffeine? I said, no. He said, okay, then you're probably fine. It's So it is, it, it's somebody with heart problems who's already making uh, lifestyle changes. It's not like, um, especially because these days when you start, if you have a good doctor and we explain how to find one and how to work with it, you start with the lowest dose possible yep. and you gradually work your way up. And for many people, it's nothing, nothing, nothing. And then one day, you know, they, they add that extra whatever, 10 milligrams, the next size up and bang, suddenly they are, everything is shifted. Um, so, yeah, that's one reason. Um, there's... Another, another, issue is, is another, another reason. I want to talk about interaction stuff, but this is this is a Jeff Copper interaction, and I've, I've never heard anybody say this. Well, actually, I back this up. I was interviewing a psychiatrist before uh, uh, several years ago. Actually, uh, Andrew Cutler um, down in Sarasota, and he brought to my attention is that um, particularly with sports, because I'm, I'm big into ADHD and, and athletics, is uh, stimulant medications actually. Um, create a problem for dehydration because number one is they're like drinking alcohol or or caffeine. When you take stimulants, you, you, they dehydrate you. And if with mm. ADHD, you already have your executive functions already taxed to begin with, and so that dehydration doesn't help you. But but what's what but the mm. aha that just blew me away is in addition to that, they suppress your urge to drink. So. If you're taking medications, it's going to accelerate your dehydration, particularly in sports. And when you normally would have the urge to drink because it suppresses your appetite, it suppresses your urge to drink, you'll bonk. Mm. And for some people that are not self-aware and don't get that, the stimulants can actually create a problem because they take you to this area of, of, of dehydration, and that in and of itself is a problem unless you can manage that. And so, again, there's no science mm. on this, everybody. This is just a Jeff Copperism. I've coached a couple of people before. It's like that, that ha literally in the coaching process, they had that. I'm like, you need to be walking around with a bottle of water and force feed yourself. It's water is not water. It's medication for you. Yeah, because if you don't, absolutely. then that stuff doesn't work. So. It's the oil that, that keeps everything going, right, that carries everything around. Yep. Now, it's interesting you say that because for me, I, I didn't notice that. And um, But I do know a number of people, uh, Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, actually, when we interviewed her, was taking frequent drinks and talked about that. And I think she mentions it in the video. And a number of the people, yep. the ordinary folks, uh, the regular folks who, who share their stories, several of them had the, uh, that was an issue. A couple of people had appetite suppression, um, which is – not for most adults is not a problem. It's you know my wife's <laughs> angry at me because uh, I, I I lose weight way faster than she can. Um, yep. And and in fact in the video I, I had Linda Rogley talks Rogley talks about her mom. Um, mentioning that when she took diet pills, and her mom was opposed to the idea of ADHD, yep. but did mention when she took diet pills in the 60s, which were basically ADHD medication, she said, I got so much housework done. And uh, <laughs> so she said she and didn't put the two, and Linda chuckled and rolled her eyes. But, but yeah, mom, you don't have the ADHD. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, there, there are a number of things. And drug interaction is a big one. And this is where you need a good doctor prescribing. You need to go slowly. Um, 
And one thing, you know, one of the doctors said, if someone in your family is already taking a particular medication and it's working for them, maybe that will work for you. Um, my son actually takes something different than I do. Um, but, uh, and it's, it's, you know, I'm lucky. Like, I'm lucky. I started, it worked. I And Patrick McKenna, when we were making ADD and loving it, uh, near the end, we did the interview with him and his wife. We sat down for a whole afternoon and just talked. And I said, how do you feel about medication? Because going into it, the, it, he was like I was at the beginning, which was, I'm, you don't, there's, I don't need that. I don't want to take that. It'll. And he said, after having talked to all these experts, because he did a number of the interviews as well, he said, I'm really looking forward to trying medication to see if it works, because I'd like to experience that calm that everybody else around me knows that other people have and that I've never known. And I nodded and and said, you know, I just nodded and I get that one. But for my wife, who is the editor of the program and the co-producer and so on, she said that was a lightning bolt for her. She said to sit there and look at Patrick and think he's never known calm. My wife does yoga. My wife runs. My wife is at the moment is basically vegan, semi-vegetarian, say. And so for her to – she was just so – moved by that and surprised by that, that, that he'd never experienced that. And she said to me later, she realized that she said, I I have no, my opinion about medication doesn't trump your experience. And if you, you know, because she was, she was very much opposed to me taking medication, but when she started to get the difference it was going to make, and she saw the difference on days when I did take it and, you know, I'd go on vacations, I'd stop for a year or two or whatever. She could see the difference it was making. Yep. And uh, nope. and and she had no problem with me drinking coffee. She, I think she would have had a yep. problem if I smoked, but you know. Yep. So so you said something. I want. I just want to slow this down just for a second. You said when you were talking about Pat, he wanted to experience the calm. Yes. Just just everybody stop. The calm. Even if you don't have ADHD and you're listening to this, imagine that real hectic day. It's off the charts. You come home and you sit down, you have that glass of wine, you have that beer, and you feel that calm. Or you come in and you have the smoke and you feel that calm. You come home after a long day and you have a joint and you feel that calm. That's self-medicating. For those with ADHD, that calm, that normal, is that kind of craziness, which goes back to one of the points that I brought up earlier, is that you described in the video, is they're all self, you're self-medicating anyway. You just don't necessarily yep. know it, because you're doing these things to get that calm. Rick, you had talked about being in show business. You get up on stage, and you walk around, and you that adrenaline, you feel that calm. Yep. The air is crystal. I'm on stage in a large hall doing a comedy show, and the air is like glass around me. Everything's crisp. I can see individual faces. My mind, I'm calm. I'm, I'm, and because it's skit comedy that I'm doing, I'm ad, and I'm the writer often, I'm adding lines. I'm playing with it. I'm experimenting. I'm milking it or having fun with it, adding an extra reaction. Just n- so focused. And then... You know, the next day, having to do something else, I'm scattered. Where's my phone? Where's my and I'm yep. I'm in my head. I'm rushing around. I'm bumping into things, stubbing my toe, yep. whatever. So it's right. yeah. the yeah. medication. So, but what the medication has done for me is it's allowed me to start 
regularly doing yoga to be able to sit and do the meditation, uh, the mindful exercises, even on the days when I think, oh, I don't have time, i got to get going. It's like the medication allows me to go, you know what, I'll, I'll just do five minutes. I'll do 10 minutes of yoga. I'll just whatever. Yep. And, yep. and so I think, you know, I, I think it's like um, – it's, it's, I think of ADHD medication, really you have to look at it as a catalyst that can speed up everything else you're doing if it works yep. for you. And for 30% of people, uh, you know, 20 to 30% and the doctors have different experiences of what it is, it doesn't make a difference or they don't like how it feels or whatever. Um, although, you know, again, a number of doctors say, wait five days because it levels out. It is disorienting to suddenly have be playing on a level playing field to... <laughs> I had a friend, a writer, he's a great guy and a comedy writer as well, tried medication and married to an actress. And he said he took the pill and he said a half hour later when it kicked in or 20 minutes later, he looked over at his wife of 20 years and he burst into tears. And he said, I suddenly saw her for the first time. I just saw who she was without... Mm -hmm the noise going on without the five yep. radio stations playing. I could just see her and I just fell in love with her again. And I, I yep. just thought that's, that's the calm. And yep. we, we all experience this, ADHD or not. There's that moment when a baby looks up at you and giggles or you step outdoors yep. and there's this sunset. And for a moment, nothing, there's your stops and you're just staring at it. And then you go beautiful sunset and you start labeling and all of the rest of yep. it and the noise yep. goes. Yep. And, yep. So, but that, yeah, into kind of works at the end. But there's one area that I really want to kind of highlight, and that is uh, drug interactions. And ADHD med is not; mm. it doesn't play real well with some other drugs, particularly uh, and other conditions for that matter. So, um, I just recently interviewed uh, Dr. Olivardia on bipolar and ADHD, which has not been aired. It will be coming up, so look for it. And stimulant medications is typically this is not 100%, particularly no friend to bipolar. Stimulant medications no. are really no friend to depressant medications for many of them. Stimulant medications are no friend to another class of stuff. So one of the things about this is is that if you're, it's, it doesn't work for a lot of people, particularly when they have other comorbid conditions or other types of drug interactions, it can create some real, real, real problems. Also, Absolutely. Some, of the, some of the side effects, you, you start low and you go slow, but some of the side effects can be curbed, but some of them, it, it's not worthwhile, like the rebound effect when you come off it. Some people are just so irritable and so just, they pace the cage, if you will, that while the meds are on there, that, that cost of, of, of that, that calm for eight hours, when they come off of it and they're irritable and they're just beating everybody up just because they're irritable, it's kind of like the ADHD uh, symptoms are magnified. So not to say it's for everybody, but it's there. But one of the things that and I, I think, oh, that, you know what, I think uh, yep. almost everybody in the video, except maybe one or two people, had had one or two side effects. Like they, they did, they had. I notice I'm grumpy afterwards, or I, I yep. have a slight rebound, or I or I I can. I'll. Uh, I think it's Pat who talks about suddenly, you know, she's voracious hunger at eight at, or nine at night, and all bets are off, and so on. So, yeah, I think everybody there's some issue, but it, you know what I came back to, and yet every one of them said, uh, you know, it's not enough for me to stop because the benefits still outweigh. And then for one or two people, it was. The the biggest one for me, I thought was very interesting, was um, Brian, uh, one of the people talking about the fact that he had lost uh, a loved one. And 
the problem, and this is what you alluded to earlier when you said it's, it helps you focus, but it doesn't tell you what to focus on. And having lost his girlfriend, um, that's what he ended up focused on. And that became, he says in the video, he talks about the fact that he looked at the balcony and thought, boy, I could just end this by stepping off there. And he didn't, but he immediately called his doctor and said, uh, I'm having these thoughts. And the doctor said, stop the pills because it's helping you to focus yep. on the wrong thing. You end up ruminating. Yep. So that's, yep. yeah. And, and I found for me, like when I've stopped taking medication, um, Sometimes I have a headache for a day. Mostly I don't. Um, and it, But when things get hectic again, as they did when we were making this five-video series and had to keep track of 99 different chapters on ADHD yep. medication, holy smokes, 99 short films about ADHD medication, um, then it was the medication made a difference in me being able to track and and just simply organize. That said, I also you know used a number of tools, including coaching and uh, yoga, and you know and ate really well and so on. Excellent, excellent. So at the end of the day, what this is really to, tonight's show. I hope if you listen to the Illuminate, number one, I don't want you to take meds. Rick doesn't want you to take meds. Most therapists, psychologists are talking about, we we none of us. We don't want you to take meds. But at the end of the day is that if you're if you're if you're not aware of the situation, you're likely self-medicating. And just a, a story that I was going to tell that I can't is, is Alan Brown's been on your show. He's been on my show. He's been on a lot of shows. And he tells the story about when he was, like, dealing drugs and the crack academic and blah, blah, blah. He's no longer doing that. But he goes out to the track, and he still jumps on a motorcycle do 180 miles an hour to get that calm. And he's had a couple accidents as a result of that. He broke a collarbone, really, really been kind of messed up. And my point really here is, is that while he's no longer doing cocaine, he's still self-medicating, going 180 miles an hour on a motorcycle. And if you begin to say, hey, listen, I'm doing this already. Is it productive? Is it healthy? Or is it an alternative? Now you're in choice. As a coach, I could care less what you do as long as you choose the cost and benefits. And my point to today's show is this, this five hours of video will put you in a situation will educate you so that you can make a decision as opposed to deal with the hype and the demonization of the negativeness that people are kind of pumping into your brain and actually have a balanced conversation. So with that, Absolutely. Rick, have I missed anything? No, I think that's it. And I think it's not even decide, it's choose. The decision has the yep. decide has the same root as a word as homicide, fatricide and and it's it's about killing off and deciding kills off other choices. Choosing, deciding I decided to marry her based on these whole bunch of things or just uh, whatever the reasons are, I choose her, I choose him. And you get to choose. Alan knows now what's going on. He didn't when he was dealing drugs. He gets it, and he's made a better choice. It's still risky. He still does something that, you know, I wouldn't do. Um, but, he, uh, but then that's his choice, and it's a free choice, and he's aware of it. And that's, yep. that's what I want for everyone is to be able to choose and not be driven by this unrecognized, undistinguished, unconscious, um, I felt good doing that. I should do it again and again and again. No, I better do it twice as fast now, ten times higher, because it doesn't. I need the rush. Absolutely, absolutely. So, everybody. All right. Check out the video. Go to uh, go to totallyadd.com and check out ADHD medication, straight answers to big questions, and also plug again Google Attention Talk Radio and Ross Day. And there's a sale. Don't forget that. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sale. Copper, all uppercase. C-O-P-P-E-R, yep. go get the discount on that. And, again, back in the Rothstein thing is, is we did an interview about stimulants being addictive um, or uh, or abused, which is a whole fascinating conversation because if you ever listen to my stuff, I like to talk about um, how uh, medications are used as a performance-enhancing drug, and it's, it's an abused drug like steroids, but they're quick to point out how it's an ADHD thing, which demonizes it, which is a whole other like, type deal. But, but mm-hmm. other than that, Rick, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been thank a, you, a sir. great education, a great pleasure. Uh, thank you, and, and uh, for everybody listening, good luck. All right, everybody, we hope you enjoyed it. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.